This NASCAR Cup Series Championship Betting Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast has just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash hoodie for all of the details. Drivers, start your Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome in, of course, to another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody. It came from Planet Zeeb. I am Rod. Hi, Roddy, hide the body via Gomez. Uh, I, I love John. Love John Little for supplying this uh, to us every single week. Oh, hold on, Cody. I got you muted. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> oh, now you're... Thanks, okay, you thanks Rod. You're welcome. <laughs> John made a promise he would uh, keep coming with the nicknames. Here he is delivering... Absolutely love it. Thanks, John. Shout out to you. Oh, Rod. It's time to crown a champion for the Cup Series. Time to play some bets for the Cup Series championship race. Here we go. Yes, we are. We are at the last race of the season, obviously, for uh, all the marbles. For If there was any marbles left, this is for all the rest of those. Uh, Champion will be crowned. And honestly, Cody, I I have mixed feelings about it because, look, as a content creator, you you just live. I mean, as a fan, it's different, right? You you can watch races. You're like, okay, cool, this is fun. And even if somebody's betting on it, you're like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. But as a content creator, when you live and breathe this for from February to November, I don't know how the NFL. I mean, the NFL, you have it easy, guys. It's it's literally August to probably February. No, we go February to November, and it's it's such a huge trudge, but. We've made it here to the end, and I'm I'm sad in a way because obviously I'm going to miss the grind of it all. But then I guess I get to catch my breath, which is a good thing, right? Yeah, it's it's a mixture of both, right? Because it is. I mean, I'm glad we get racing from February to November. I'm glad it's not like the NFL where we have eight months of off season and nothing going on. So I am glad for that part of it. Can get a little wore down at, at times for sure, and uh, and it's it can be a grind, no doubt about it. So. Some much earned, uh, you know, break time coming up, but doesn't mean we're going away. We're still going to have shows for you all off season. 
there is a lot to talk about, maybe more this offseason than any offseason in recent history, which will be a lot of fun, which will be nice. Hopefully the books did a pretty good job last year. I mean, they had championship futures out for us late November. Um, so, you know, hopefully we'll start talking about next season early. But, uh, yeah, I, we still got some some races to pick this week. We still got some bets to make. I'm super excited for this one. We do. It's Phoenix, the Phoenix Raceway in Phoenix, Arizona. We are, I mean, again, this is one of those one-mile tracks that they're using to claim. Say what you will, though. I know there's a lot of people that don't necessarily want this to be the last race of the season. Um, but, you know, honestly, you could probably pick any track, and people would still be irritated and mad that this is the last race of the season. So, I don't know. At least it's not Daytona, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not the place to decide a championship, but uh, there's cases to be made for a lot of other places. I think Homestead still is the appropriate place. More so than that, I think that rotating it is the most appropriate way to do it. Uh, you pick a different track every year and, and you rotate it. It's like the Super Bowl, right? It's played on different, uh, you know, field each year. So I think that would be the best way to do it. Maybe we'll get there someday, but Phoenix is a good track. It's it's delivered us some, uh, some good racing here in the past and... Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we're in for on Sunday. Allow me to correct myself, though. It is not in Phoenix. It is in Avondale, Arizona. You know, how can I own the last race of the season not give the city or the the principality or whatever it is uh, props? So yes, Phoenix Raceway in Avondale, Arizona. I'm gonna have to fix that as well in our docs. But um, yeah, so four players, four drivers still remaining. In the playoff hunt, obviously, it's Kyle Larson, it's William Byron, teammates, it's Christopher Bell, and uh, Ryan Blaney, who won his way in last week. And, Cody, the books reflected that. They literally <laughs> just, <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm going go to go into a quick, a quick assessment of, of this, this slate that they're giving us. That's yuck. One word, yuck. I, yeah. I, yeah. <sighs> it's tough and we'll talk through it obviously and, and there's still plenty of good bets to make um some books kind of holding out on us a little bit caesars uh, what you're doing but seriously usually, usually they've got a full slate of props up we had to pull from other places as we're doing this live uh here on halloween but uh yeah i don't i mean we talked about this kind of briefly yesterday in the recap show at the end when we saw the odds dropped it's it's the championship for the top four favorites and then it's a it's a pretty far drop off. I mean, you got Bell at five to one is the farthest of the four. Then it's Harvick at sixteen, Hamlin at twenty five. That's over on Superbook. Some other books are a little closer, but I mean, and Larson's plus one eighty to win it. Um, so yeah, it's again, it yeah, we're, we'll talk through it, of course. But uh, they're keeping it nice and tidy. And I believe uh, I meant to look this up, and I forgot to. I think has the Cup Series driver. I believe the champion has always won the race since we turned it into the, uh, the you know whatever the final death. breath. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think they they have said that too. Every every race winner of the final race has been champion. It's not been the case. I think maybe even Xfinity's not been the case, but for the tr the Cup Series specifically, it has been that way. So. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll, well see. And that's the thing, too. And the books, obviously. Now, I feel like this has been a giant cat mouse game between us and the books all year long. And maybe it's just me making it up because I feel like I'm, I have a higher opinion of myself than, than I should. But, you know, I feel like it's just been a cat and mouse game, right? We, we've been asking them. They give us. And then, and then they kind of listen to us and say, okay, this is where we need to tweak. This is where we need to, you know, figure out how to stay ahead of the the. The folks that are making content on this all season long. So, 
kudos to you if you're out there listening and and uh, you're sabot or not sabotaging, but uh, what do you call it? Espionage for for yeah. the yeah. Oh, I mean, easier to do in NASCAR than like the NFL, right? Obviously, everybody's yeah. talking about betting on the NFL, and there's a million things, and NASCAR is a much smaller group, and then there's only so many of us out there, and. and it's you know easier to move the lines i suppose with with a smaller handle like that but uh it's all right still scoured through still found some really good bets i'm still excited to place these um yeah i mean just to kind of set this up obviously it's these four drivers the best one that finishes all the points don't matter playoff points don't matter stage points don't matter the best finisher in this race whether that's a win or whether that's 32nd place will be the champion of those four guys um, first time trips for both Ryan Blaney and William Byron, um, which uh, I believe Aaron is her name. I think Blaney, her uh, Ryan's sister is uh, obviously sister to Ryan Blaney. She's also girlfriend, I believe, is their status at the moment to William Byron. So she Ooh. can be, uh, you know, happy in two different directions there if either of those guys wins. Both of their first times making it to the championship. And then for Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson surprisingly a little bit maybe for larson especially only their second time in the championship four for both of those guys but uh that's what we got and uh here we go i actually like this championship four don't i mean listen i'm it may not be popular amongst a lot of people but i i actually like this championship four. i think this has got a talk, lot of great opportunities talk about youth i mean so so as far as ages go kyle larson's 31 he's the he's the veteran of the group right and then blaney's 29 bell's 28 despite the fact that he looks seven and William Byron's only 25 and William Byron started so young at Hendrick jumped into that car so early six wins his first final four appearance now at 25 like he might have a career ahead of him in that 24 car I think I think you're absolutely right in that <laughs> assessment uh yeah, I, I'm almost like somebody else that drove the 24 a long time ago, right? I mean, it's uh, it's done okay in the past. Yeah, I guess. yeah. I mean, I'm obviously not going to compare. <laughs> I get it now, Rod. He's not Jeff Gordon. I know he's not Jeff Gordon. Calm down. I'm just saying. Not yet, Rod. Not yet. not yet. Not yet. There's something to be said about that. So, um, all right. Speaking of something to be said, we're going to get to the bets. We're going to talk about this because we're going to talk about everything that we think about what's going on uh, as we start breaking down the bets because that is probably the best way to do it for this championship race. So, before we do, let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football teams and drive along with your favorite drivers all season long. Plus, Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five in Pick'em Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players are going to wake up $10,000 richers every single week. So, we're going to give you some underdog plays of our, our favorite uh, drivers of the slate and underdog plays of the slate on Friday's episode, so stay tuned for that. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $500. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. It's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. PN. The MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel, and in honor, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today, and make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. Well, Cody, it is the NASCAR Cup Series Championship race in Avondale, Arizona on the 
Phoenix Raceway. 312 laps around this one-mile even track for Cody. Even I can do this math. 312 miles uh, between us and the next Cup Series champion. I mean, I'm, I'm saying right now, the, the books, like you said, had us pegged on the, on the outrights, but we found a way to kind of circumvent that to get you some good bets this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. A couple other things just to clean up before we get into the bets. Um, the tire they're going to use, not the same one from March. It's the same tire they used at New Hampshire in July. Um, the hope is the change uh, in compound will add grip and increase tire wear, so that could become a factor a little bit later. Um, and then well, Ryan over at iFantasy Race, he posted the championship fours average running position, uh, average running position ranking at the spring race in Phoenix here. Uh, Larson was 1.4. Byron 2.5, Bell 4.8, Blaney 7.5. That's pretty good. They were all right up there. So uh, I think we are in for a good shot at this. Um, and we've seen in the past, it's not always been the the top four finishers, but multiple times we have had the, the championship four be the top four finishers. Just kind of depends how this shakes out at the end. Speaking of the end, Rod, are you ready to start the bets? I think I'm ready to start. I think everybody else is ready. You guys ready out there? I know the comment section's a little dead right now, but uh, let's pick this up and, and get this going. So, yeah, Cody, let's get this going. All right, here we go, Rod. Kevin Harvick, been talking about it for weeks, going to be all in. I'm going to climb the ladder. It's going to be a complete ladder once we get your bet in there at some point in this uh, episode. But Kevin Harvick, okay, so some books have him like minus 250, top 10, pretty rough. Uh, bet 365 minus 130 do not walk run as quickly over there as possible and lay everything down on this bet rod not one time in a row not two times in a row not six times in a row not 13 times in a row not 19 times in a row 20 straight races kevin harvick has been inside the top 10 20 times in a row this is it his final race in the cup series he said before he's done. I don't think we're going to see him part-time in Xfinity. I don't think he's running some truck races. I don't think he's jumped back in a cup car. This could be the last time we ever see Kevin Harvick behind the wheel of a race car. He is going to finish in the top 10, minus 130. Also, his top five number over on Bet365, plus 230. I love it as well. Again, we're riding this Kevin Harvick ladder all the way to the top. We'll get into that more, obviously, in a little bit. But starting with Kevin Harvick, top 10, minus 130, Bet365. Do not wait. Go get that as quickly as you possibly can. Top five plus 230. Getting down on both of those. He's won at this track nine times, by the way. God bless America, man. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing, too, about it. If you're going to have a track that you're good at, make it the last track you're ever going to run. So, <laughs> like you said, too, uh, and we'll uh, obviously we'll talk about him a lot more coming up in the episode, but, I mean, you got to think that right now there's sheer rocket boosters on that number four car right now. So, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I got more on that uh, coming up for sure. I know Legend98 had said in, in the Discord, Phoenix is the real hashtag forever race. Yeah. It, Seriously. It definitely is. It, yeah. it is. And, uh, yeah, again, I've, I've got more comments that I'll save for the, uh, the winner section. Spoiler alert. I'll, I'll do the same for you guys as well. Uh, all right, so I went to the head-to-head -head market to try to find some value because that, to me, is where the true value lies. And like you said, a lot of those top threes, a lot of those top fives, so juiced, so to the point where, because you know the, front, the top four are almost already going to be locked, right? I mean, you, you kind of know that it's going to be any combination of the top four drivers with the exception of maybe somebody 
bowing out. But we've seen this every year where the, the four drivers in the championship race are the four that are in the front. And, and a lot of times, more often than not, they're the four that finish near the front or in the top five. So that only leaves you with one extra spot in the top five. So who do you give that to, right? That, that's a matter of, of where do you find the value in that. So I chose to go a different direction. We're going back to the head-to-head markets for this one. I'm taking Ross Chastain over Kyle Busch. Minus 110 over on Superbook. And honestly, this was the only matchup that really didn't involve, first of all, one of the final four drivers out there. And second of all, that I could kind of stomach that didn't involve the four drivers. And you could point to all of the track stats you want. You can point to the fact that Kyle Busch is on a streak where he's had four straight top 10 finishes on this track. And you could even go so far as to say that a lot like Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch has only had two finishes outside of the top 10 in his last, what, uh, it's going back to 2015. That's a lot of races. You know, he's won a couple of those in there. And and even in the eight car, right, earlier in the spring, he had an eighth place finish. But Kyle Busch in the spring is not Kyle Busch in the fall. And again, it's inconsistency that we're pointing to here. The last couple of weeks, Homestead and Martinsville, 18th and 27th. But he did have a third place and a third, uh, third place finish in Vegas and the Roval. But 25th at Talladega, 34th at Texas, 20th at Bristol. Like, this Kyle Busch is not what we have seen at the beginning of the season, and he's starting to fade out. And And this is the last race of the season for him. He, his, his team's no more. His truck team's no more. It's There's just not nothing more for, to, for Kyle Busch to sort of go after at this race, other than maybe a good finish to salvage his season, which, you know, he's going to. I'm not saying he's about to give up, but I'm also saying that uh, when you're at the end of a long race, there's, there's two types of people. One that'll sprint to the end, and I've seen this in marathons before. People that will sprint to the end, or the people that, like, when they see the finish line, their legs are like, oh, we finally got you, then they stop. And they just sort of cross the finish line, right? I feel like this is the Kyle Busch that's just going to cross the finish line. Whereas, Ross Chastain, not a lot better. I mean, his average finish on this track is 19.1, so it's not as if Chastain's going to dominate this. I think this is going to be even they, they finish within a couple of positions of each other, but I still think Chastain will finish better. Uh, Chastain in the last couple of races, 14th at Martinsville, crashed out of Homestead, right? But he did start eighth there. Fifth at Vegas, 10th at the Roval. Uh, he did have a bad day at Talladega also, but second at Texas, 23rd at Bristol, which, you know, still kind of better. It, like I said, this is not a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination, but I still think that Chastain has a, a hail melon in him, maybe not on the track figured it, or uh, um Specifically, literally. but yeah, literally, <laughs> it's the end of a season, Cody. Uh, but yeah, like I said, give me Chastain over Bush minus one ten. I just feel like I trust Chastain more than I trust Bush right now. Yep, don't like this one at all. Completely disagree with you. I'm on the other side of it. Uh, we've got some more on Kyle Bush here in a bit, but I, yeah, I zero faith in Ross Chastain right now. Uh, so I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this one, Rod. Doesn't happen very often, especially on the Cup Series show. We usually save that for the Xfinity show where we <laughs> often disagree. Uh, but no, I uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so off of Chastain right now. I don't know why, but uh, his season just hasn't been great. And I actually kind of like Kyle Busch this weekend. Again, we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes here. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. But first, let's talk to you about Hall of Fame bets. 
Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea and a Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets i think uh brian twining taking your side don't think KFB gives an F about 2023 anymore. I'm telling you, Brian, it's it's just you see it in his face. There is a hunger in these drivers, and you see it all the time, right? I mean, especially even with Kyle Busch. Even when he was egging on the crowd, there was still that spark. I, I don't know the last time I've seen an interview with Kyle Busch, let alone one that has that same level of intensity. So, Brian, I'm with you on this one. Yeah, but more so last year when it's his final race with with Joe Gibbs he's walking out the door he's he's over it he's ready he's moving on to RCR he's moving on to Chevy that's when you count him out right still finished seventh place in this race so it's true uh I don't know again well I'll get more into him in a few but first gotta talk about my boy Denny Hamlin no championship hopes this weekend he uh unfortunately found a way to to ch- not even really his fault too that's that's the worst part about it but choked them away anyways uh, Denny Hamlin, top 10 finish over on Bet365, Rod, plus 110. All right, I understand he's not one of the final four. I get it, okay? But he's still Denny Hamlin, plus money for a top 10 finish? That's all he has to do is finish in the top 10? Okay, so if you look at these odds, um, where they're at now, Kyle Larson's a favorite, Ryan Blaney's second. Had Denny gotten in this and, and not Ryan Blaney, Denny's the second favorite, all right? And NASCAR wants these four cars to be the best four cars in this race. They're generally the the best four cars in the race. And they probably allow them to be the best four cars in the race, right? So they're probably going to be the best four cars in the race. Like you said, they're, they're likely going to take up those first four, five, six spots or so. But still, somebody else has to be inside the top ten. Uh, you've got to get in on Denny Hamlin at plus money. Um uh, and he's like he's coming off of great runs. He was third place last week at Martinsville. He he was third place the week before at Miami. Now he ends up thirtieth, but he was running up inside the top ten. I think he might have even been in the top five when that power steering broke, uh, and and cost him the the good finish. But he was tenth at Vegas. He was third at Dega. He was fifth at Texas. He won at Bristol. He was second at Kansas. The only reason it's this slow is because of that steering failure. If that wouldn't have been the case. He'd be in the final four. He'd be the second favorite probably to Kyle Larson to win this. So I just, I don't know why his number is so low. Um, That's ridiculous, but he's got an average finish, a 10.6 here. Um, In the spring, he finished 23rd here, but with that caution came out with nine laps to go, he was running in 14th place. If you remember, that's the race where he just drove Ross into the wall and kind of ended that that deal. So uh, I'm going to kind of throw that out. He was fourth and sixth in the stages, had a good car throughout the day. Um, His finishes before that, eighth, 13th, third, third, fourth, 20th, first, like fifth, good finishes most of the time inside the top 10. If you can get Denny Hamlin at plus 110 still over on Bet365, 
even if it goes to minus 110, minus 120, minus 130, I'm still probably getting in on it because I get it. The season's over, and he's not going to win the championship. But these guys are still fighting for fifth place in the championship. still pays money. It still pays points, everything. Uh, yeah, again, literally the difference between him and what's even funnier, uh, I've got to pull up these odds because the odds for the, the championship four to finish – inside of the top 10. So looking at bet three, I mean, Kyle Larson's minus 650. Ryan Blaney's minus 550. So you're telling me if that that power steering or that steering issue doesn't happen in Homestead, he's minus 550 for a top 10 probably. And instead you're getting him a plus 110. That's just, that's absolutely crazy. Like Brian said, numbers getting nuked everywhere right now as it should be because it's fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah, that's insane. And John Little, Caesars needs to get the rest of the props up. Yes, they do. We generally, that's the book we use the most, honestly, because they're usually very good about getting them up, especially earlier in the week when we're recording this. They're lacking today. And then we look for them for the special props. They've had all the fun stuff lately. So maybe before the end of the show, something will come out, but uh, we'll have to see. They didn't want us to get in on it. They were, they were scared. They're like, oh my scared? God, they're going to hammer yeah. this. So, uh, all right. <laughs> well, book, if you look at the numbers on these bets, the books are real scared on a lot of stuff this week. As well, they should be, I guess. I have to go back and listen to last year's because I don't know if we had the same sort of, uh, you know, luck trying to find bets as we did last or this season. But yeah, yeah I'll have to it, go back and look. It would be interesting just to go back and see how last year was just to see but <laughs> i'll go listen yeah, well I'll, I'll listen on my way uh go. to go pick up the kids they'll be like dad why are you right. listening to yourself and i'll be like whatever uh all right I've you got, be quiet listen to me too yeah you shut up listen to, <laughs> get the back seat in there uh all right i've got another head-to-head i'm gonna take uh bubba wallace over eric almarola minus 110 i i understand that he is the darling of of everybody right now because he had such a good run yesterday or not yesterday but uh last week and he also had a pretty good run in homestead right uh, but look, his average finish this year is just above 20th place. So, I, I mean, he popped up and had a fantastic uh, finish there. But like 20th place is not really moving the needle for me, especially over the last couple of months. And yes, short flat. Yes, you know, SHR is probably going to be good here because of, of Kevin Harvick. But I still don't know that Eric Almirola is going to turn in uh, a, a worthy enough performance in Phoenix Given the fact that, listen, last year he started 31st, finished 33rd. Uh, the year before that, he started 13th, finished 20th. He did have a 12th place, a 6th place, 11th place uh, earlier. But in the last couple of seasons, that has been a declining area for uh, for Eric Almarola. So I'm, I'm feeling as if the last couple of races have been sort of outliers. I know he's good. I know this is probably his last race, too, um, as he rides off into the sunset and, and gets a lifetime supply of Smithfield bacon. Uh, because that's exactly what you get when you uh, when you retire, and that's your sponsor. Boy, I couldn't. That'd be great, wouldn't it? To never have to pay for bacon again. But, uh, I mean, like Dale Jr. You know, he got his contract includes you know a lifetime supply of beer or whatever. Uh, which is Ken Schrader did that too, by the way, all the way back in the day when he drove the Bud car. He got that worked in his deal. But I mean, yeah, the next best thing like bacon, the lifetime supply of bacon. Yes, Hell please. Yes. Uh, and oh ooh. yes, great point, Bob. Have you seen his car, Rob? I have seen. Uh, no, I, I haven't seen his car oh, yet. He did a deal with Mark Hamlin this week. They filmed it. It's a Star Wars car. Ooh. The top ten of plus three hundred. I do like that as well. Actually, yeah, that's a good one. That Brian. car is gorgeous. Oh my goodness, it's so good. Yeah, no, I, and and believe you me, that's uh, yeah. So Bubba Wallace, like I said, it, it's not as if Bubba Wallace's finishes have been all that much better. He does have an average finish of sixteen point one this season. 
Uh, 11th at Martinsville, 6th at Homestead, 13th at Las Vegas. He's been a little more consistent in my eyes, right, over the last few weeks, right? 16th at the Roval, 23rd at Talladega, but we all know that that was kind of not necessarily his fault, but 3rd at Texas after starting on the pole. He's on the rise, and I feel like he's just going to have a much better day uh, in this last race than is Eric Almarola. Even though I still think Amarola could probably get somewhere in the top 15, like Brian said, I think Bubba's pretty much a lock as a top 10 car. So give me uh, him over Eric Amarola. Uh, I don't hate it, but I do like Eric Amarola, and he's actually part of my next bet. Got a couple of top 10s. Eric Amarola to finish in the top 10, <laughs> plus 550, Rod. So as long as Bubba finishes in the top 10 and beats him, then then your bet is okay. But Eric Almarola, this is it, right? He announced he's retiring from full-time. I don't think we've seen the last of Eric. It sounds like there's maybe some, well, and with Smithfield saying they're out of NASCAR at all together, maybe not now because he thought that's probably where the money was coming from. But uh, maybe he's going to run some Xfinity. He won an Xfinity race this season. Uh, you know, And so maybe he runs some Xfinity stuff. Maybe we still see him here and there. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily completely stepping away. But this is the end of, of a long career he's had, and he's you know been a good driver. Um, and you're getting a plus 550 over on bet 365 for a top 10 finish. Rod, six of the last 12 times we've been here, he's finished inside the top 10. Back in the spring, I know, 33rd place. Didn't quite uh, go super great for him, which is uh, unfortunate. I was trying to see. Uh, I don't think he was. Uh, I think he had issues before that final wreck because I know there that lap 14 or that wreck with 14 laps to go kind of <laughs> killed a lot of people's days and in Phoenix. But uh yeah, I mean six of the last twelve, he's been inside the top ten here. He's coming off of a really good run last week, right? He had a chance to win that race, ends up in the top five, looking to finish on a strong note. Look, I talked about it last week. Stuart Haas, short tracks, flat tracks. This is a bigger track, but it's still a short flat track when you get it. Eric Amarola is good on those. This is kind of his last chance. The last hoorah in the 10 car, last hoorah with Smithfield. All of that, Eric Almirola, top 10, plus 550. Also taking Kyle Busch, top 10, plus 240. We've talked about this so much in the Xfinity series, right? You you get all season where you get such top-loaded because like you know, Ty Gibbs and A.J. Allmendinger, all these guys are in this race, and it opens up the rest of the odds, and everybody else gets way bigger, and these guys are just getting inflated more than they should. Denny Hamlin, we just talked about a minute ago, inflated way more than he should be. Kyle Busch. Same thing, plus 240. I get it. You made some valid points. Maybe he's checked out. Maybe he's done. I would have said that last year. Finished in seventh place. Ryan over at iFantasy Racing says that in the last four races here, um, he has finished inside, or he's finished seventh or eighth specifically in all four of them. Four straight finishes of seventh or eighth. And this year on shorter, flatter tracks, minus New Hampshire, which again, he wrecked out like what, lap, half a lap into that race, I think. You take that out of the thing. Um, and this year on short flat tracks, 6.5 average finish. And Kyle Busch shows up this weekend. He's a race car driver. He he likes what he's doing. Sure, he's looking forward to a nice vacation with his family. But that's after he gets a good solid finish to end the season. End on a high note. I think that uh, you know maybe Chastain still finishes ahead of him in the top ten if you trust Chastain. Again, I'm I'm not with you on that head to head. I, I just I can't trust Chastain. But do like Kyle Busch top ten plus two forty. Eric Amarola, top 10, plus 550. These are both over on Bet365. I mean, look, top 10's not a lot to ask. We've said that before in the past. It's not necessarily a, a, a huge get. So for either one of these guys who have done it before to get there again, 
obviously the numbers lead you there. However, I can't trust Kyle Busch. Don't want to trust Kyle Busch. It's okay uh, for Kyle Busch. I don't think he cares what I think, uh, let alone what anybody else does. So, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Both of those bets are obviously good for the numbers. They're just not. And, and when you win, uh, when you cash those, you can feel free to gloat all you want next week because that's what's going to happen. Uh, that's, what, that's what it's all about. Okay, next up, Rod is going to give out my bet that uh, is clearly my bet. I was clearly already on this guy last week. I'm also on him this week. I get into the document, and the first bet I go to look for, and Rod has already got it. Um, so, yes, I did type, wow, thief, underneath of his, uh, his entry in the document. I will now let him give the pick that he's claiming as his own, but really is my pick. You're damn right I am. Listen, I, I had to, right? I mean, this is one of those situations where I got to the dock first, and I was like, I'm definitely taking this one because it's Chase Brisk No. Tell me how often I've even said his name. I mean, I know this is all Cody right here. This is this is Cody influence, but I'll take it. Chase Briscoe, top ten at plus two forty. I feel I feel loads better about this top ten than I do any other uh, of the top tens that I'm about to give uh, as far as what's going on. Hold on, is Cody making changes to the document? Uh, I'm, oh, I'm adding a bet when it gets to my turn. You just keep okay. on going. Okay, I'll just keep going. <laughs> uh, Chase Briscoe uh, on this uh, on this particular track. Three straight top 10 finishes uh, on this track. He won in 2022. He finished fourth in the fall of 2022 and finished seventh earlier this spring. I mean, if you've listened to this show for 20 minutes, you know that the the Chase Briscoe love and hate swing both ways, right? I mean, it's a matter of us not fading him on the tracks that he's not good at and then coming back again on the tracks that he is good at. And this is a track where he is particularly good um, and I mean, like you said, it's a short flat tracks as well, but even on these intermediates, he did get a 10th place at New Hampshire earlier in the season as well. Didn't do too good on gateway. Didn't do too good on Dover. But again, for Phoenix, it's just, you know, in the, in the spring, he got seventh place in the fall of last year. He got fourth place. He had a 15th at New Hampshire, just outside of the top 10, uh, in 2022, 13th at Dover again, another one just outside of the top 10. So he's, he's circling in and around that top 10 area. Uh, in those other mile tracks that are out there. But this track in particular, he definitely shows up. And we saw him show up last week uh, with a fourth-place finish at Martinsville. So, again, Chase Briscoe, not somebody we normally tend to bet on. Only four, uh, eight top tens in the entire season. Uh, Cody tends to love to fade Chase Briscoe, no, and, and that's fine. But I knew, I knew that he was going to hate me for grabbing this one first, but... Could not pass up Chase Briscoe top ten at plus two forty. Yeah, this is an absolute must bet. Briscoe at top ten, the plus two forty. It's a great price. He's really fucking good here. I'm gonna go even farther on it. Top five plus seven hundred. But Rod, the championship four always finish on the top four. While that has been the case a lot of the times, the the couple of times that we've been or two, the last two times we've been in Phoenix here hasn't been the case because last year Chase Briscoe finished in fourth place in this race. You just talked about how good he's been here. Um, last week, you go back to Martinsville. Again, it's a short, flat track. It's smaller. It's different. I get it. But he finished fourth place. He had a very strong car all day long. Short, flat tracks. I, I'm pretty sure every time we've been to a short, flat track, we bet on Chase Briscoe this year. I'm pretty sure he's made us a lot of money on those tracks. And then he's made us a lot of money fading him on the bigger tracks where they haven't been as good. But he's good consistently when we come to these tracks. Um you look, so fourth place last fall, 
Um, he led 101 laps last spring when he won that race here. He has an average of uh, 10.0 average finish on short tracks this year. If you take Gateway out from uh, Ryan over there at iFantasy Racing, um, he's three for three top 10 finishes in this next gen car on this track. You've got to get on on Chase Briscoe. So I love your top 10 bet. Adding the top five at plus 700. Again, it's not always the championship four guys. You've got some guys in there that can make mistakes. Think things are going to happen. It's not necessarily going to be a perfect four for four with those guys. I think Briscoe could crack the top five. Also, give me Chase Briscoe over, uh, almost said Ryan Truex. Whoops, Martin Truex. Although Ryan might actually perform better this weekend because I think Martin is completely checked out and ready to be done with the season. Big on the fade Martin Truex Jr. train this weekend. This is plus 100 over on DraftKings. Um, and uh, let's see, I had from Ryan over here as well. I got too many tabs open. Martin Truex Jr. in Phoenix at Phoenix in recent races. 2023, this uh, spring 17th, um, he had an 18th place average running position. Uh, was 18th before the late caution broke out. Ends up 17th, so not a good run. Last year in this race, uh, he was 15th place. Uh, sixth best total speed ranking, but he got caught speeding on lap 267 while he was running eighth. 2021, he finished 35th. He crashed while he was running in 12th place. Uh, now, 2021, he was first and second in the two races here. That was in the old car, of course. Um, and he's gotten better on short flat tracks this season. Dominated in New Hampshire. They're using the same New Hampshire tire here. Um, so you've got to keep that in mind if you're going to fail. But look, regular season champion comes in as one of the title favorites. He's a lock to get to the final four. Doesn't get to the final four. You know, was it, it was speeding that got him last week, right? Big mistake. Just. I mean, he's not happy with his crew chief. I, I believe his quote a couple of weeks ago was very close to what his quote was, was I'm fucking tired of this shit or something like he is done with it. It's over. This is the type of driver that is ready. It's been a rough season personally for him. It's been a rough season. Obviously, you know, the, the regular season was great. And then the playoffs, like every single playoff race, I don't think he had a good finish in the playoffs ever. Just problem after problem. Probably would have made the final four if he didn't have the engine expire at, at Miami. Was a chance he could have been that last guy in. Uh, you know the, the personal things that went on in his life this season. Like it's it's tough, and he's coming back for another season to do it again. He needs to go sit in the woods, do some hunting, go fishing. That's the type of things he likes to do. Be by himself. He is fucking tired of this shit, and I don't think he shows up with a very good run this week. I think Chase Briscoe again, three for three in the top ten. He's been very good here. Get him a plus money. Take Chase Briscoe over Ryan True. <laughs> Why do I keep saying Ryan? I don't know. Anyways, Chase Briscoe over Martin Truex plus one hundred and Chase Briscoe top five plus seven hundred. I think your uh, your mind is already in the Xfinity. You're you're ready to go for Xfinity on on this <laughs> one. But is Ryan running this weekend? I don't think he is. But no, I probably my my bet on him if he was because he looked good in that car earlier this season. Listen, as a fellow old guy, I'm telling you right now, patience runs very thin. I, I find myself wondering where my patience even went. I mean, I, I used to be a young man that was full of just utter patience. And now, like, at 47, I'm shaking my fist at the sky saying, you know, whatever, get off my lawn more than I, I ever thought I would. So I get it. I get Martin Truex's junior, you know, because this is... His office you think is he's that already. Car. You think he's already had the conversation with Coach Gibbs about 
how James Small better not fucking touch his cars next year. Oh, dude, uh, he's it's got to have been had, right? Like, mm-hmm. and and Hunt, listen, do you, do you think, think he's been he on the phone with Cole Pern? Please come back. Let's run. Let's one run more. it back one more time. And to, oh, can you imagine if Cole Pern? Oh, another, and another funny. one, and another. Oh, that would be beautiful. Uh, all right. Speaking of Gibbs, I'm going to take the grandson. I'm going to take him as a top 10 car plus 325 on bet 365. Uh, you got to think that at this point, if if all of these other Gibbs cars are just going to kind of, you know, be all, uh, around the front, Ty Gibbs is going to continue to be around the front. Uh, he has one uh, start on this, obviously, in the uh, Curmudgeons Unite. <laughs> Look at Brian. I'm telling you right now, man, I don't know what it is, but I... I'm sitting there driving, and I've brought this up before, too. My road rage is at an all-time high, and I think it's because I spend most of my time in the car, and everybody else around me pisses me off. So I can only imagine what Truex is going through right now. Um, But, yeah, curmudgeons unite for sure. Anyways, Ty Gibbs, one start in uh, in the uh, Cup Series was in the spring. He started 14th, finished 28th. I know that's not a top-10 start, but... Obviously, we were talking about Gibbs throughout the entire course of this season, right? I mean, we, we knew it was going to take him some time to get his legs underneath him. That was only his third race. I mean, he finished 25th, 16th, 22nd in the races before that, and then 28th. But then he went on for a string of 9th place, 9th place, 9th place, 10th place, 18, right? Ty Gibbs started to get his his legs from underneath the, or legs underneath him, and he's been doing okay lately. It's It's been hit or miss. Obviously, he's been getting caught in in some stuff that's not his own. But starting inside of the top 10 for the better part of the last few races, he started in 8th at Bristol, started 4th at Texas, 10th at the Roval, 11th at Vegas, 9th at Homestead, started out in the outside pole at Martinsville, right, before he ended up uh, getting caught up in it. Could have been a top 10 car by the end of that for sure. Could have been probably even a top 5 car if the things would have uh, played out correctly for him. So, I think he's on the rise, and I think he's going to be in for a decent finish this week. And and like I said, top 10 bets to me, if you can find good drivers at plus money, that's where you go with top 10 bets, right? You don't have to necessarily go for the long, long, you know, Yaley shots or the, the Todd Gilliland, which would have cast you last week. But, you know, again, I think a good safe Ty Gibbs at, at three and a quarter to one is is really good. So... I, I like taking the chance on that one, especially as a as a top ten bet with a lot of legs underneath it. Brian says my wife is close to not allowing me in public. Brian, mine stopped me a long time ago. We're done. Like she she says, don't think, leave the yeah. house. <laughs> mine doesn't like to be out in public with me, but uh, here we are. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, I get it. One more, one more to wrap that up. Brian says second, sixth, and win in Xfinity for Gibbs. I mean, yes, yeah. he knows yeah, how to get around this track. Yeah, exactly. What I was just gonna say. He won this race last season. Uh, you know, to win the or won the Xfinity race last season to win the championship here. Um, he's the type of guy that's, you know, I don't think he's looking to the offseason. I think he's looking to, to get every ounce he can out of it. Plus 325. I mean, for the numbers we've seen on him and taken on him this season, that's a pretty good number. It's it's a lot bigger than we've seen. We know he's fast. We know he's good. Does he get in a pissing match with Logano? Does he get in a pissing match with Josevar after last week? Hopefully not, right? But um because uh, that's the types of things that could cost him but i think he'll show up with a good car and uh want to have a good day so yeah i do like the ty gibbs play next up for me i'm gonna go to austin Cindric. not a guy we've bet on a lot this season but i did like him in group e over on superbook he's plus 270 to win this he's against carson hosovar eric jones and austin dylan so looking at this Cindric, i mean ninth place last week at martinsville 
12th place at Homestead Miami the week before. He's been pretty solid the last couple of weeks, maybe kind of finding some momentum here at the end of the season. It's not been the greatest season for him for sure, but some momentum going into the offseason I think would be a good thing. Penske has been strong here. They were really great in this race before. Obviously, that's been the talk with Ryan Meal. Blaney might be the most popular pick, I think, so far this week from everybody I've heard as far as just you know outright picks to win this race and championship because how strong he's been. Joey won this race uh, in the championship last season. So Penske's been good here um, in, in that race last year. Austin Sinek finished 11th place, so good, strong run for him. But I'm also fading the people in this group with him. Um, Austin Dillon and, and some more statistics from, from Ryan over at iFantasy Race. Uh, he's got one finish better than ninth place this entire season. The 21.8 average finish this season is the lowest of his career. Um, he He's just, it's been a rough season. He's ready to turn the chapter, ready to do the page. One of those guys maybe kicking it into vacation mode, right? He's got some so a pro rodeo team to go run. He's got, uh, <laughs> I think on DBC, they were saying to take Pop Pop out to the porch porch because of his comments this past week. Uh, maybe need to to check on RC and uh, check check and see how he's doing after everything that went down this last weekend. Um, but so kind of fading Austin Dillon a little bit uh, for Eric Jones and Carson Osovar. This is kind of just a big fade of of legacy. And again, leaning heavy on Ryan this week because he tweeted out a lot of good stuff with a lot of good info. But you look at Carson Osovar since they announced that uh, that he would be out of the car for the the Charlotte Roval when Rockefeller ended up stepping in with them. He'd been doing great up to that point. Since then, three for three on finishing in the 30s each race. I mean, last week, what were you doing, buddy? Like, ugh, just, you know, roughing up some people he shouldn't be roughing up. You're going to be a full-time Cup Series guy next year. There's the potential he's still hung over from Friday if he wins the tr Truck Series championship, right? You factor that in a little bit. Um, it's, it's possible, right? So, uh, so fading Carson Osvar a little bit. Uh, and then for Eric Jones, 21st or worse in six of his last seven races. I know we talked about him for a while. Things were looking good. Everything was going great for Lissy. But if you look at the full season overall, they weren't that great. They had that nice run with both those cars. It's trailed off again. This is the final race with Chevrolet. They're definitely not getting any more info from Chevy. It's time to move on to the next chapter. It's time to, to step in. I think that entire club, Legacy Motor Club, is uh, ready to, to get on to vacation, get on to next season, get on to... Uh, to Toyota and their new drivers. Um, so I think that uh, Austin Sindrick is the way to go in Group E over on Superbook, plus 270. I think Legacy, or I think Chevy is giving Legacy, you know those those uh, those cars that you put together, like they sell at Hobby Lobby, where you, you build the model them? Car, the model, model cars. The model, yeah, those model cars. That's what they're giving them for this race. They're like, here you go. Uh, why does it still smell like glue? And they're like, yeah, don't worry about that. The, you're good. Just, yeah, just go drive. cars you used before, just just finish those out before we... Uh, yeah, just move just, on. Just so. go ahead. Goodbye. Or not, not getting that extra that extra Chevy time. I don't think. No, no, they're getting the twenty the the two thousand and four models, uh, the yeah. ones that they couldn't move out. They're like, no, nah, you're good. Just drive what you got. Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, look, I, fading all those guys is definitely the way to go. And uh, yeah, I'll take you on that one. I don't know. It's just that's a yucky group. So I, I'm glad you found something to not be quite so yucky. Um, all right. Yeah, it is. It is a stinker. Like. It's not like I think Austin Center is going to be super great. I just think he's going to be the best of the 
the not so great of that group. He'll be 26th <laughs> and he'll still win this group. So that's even very possible. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we talked, we said we were going to run this Kevin Howard ladder up to the top. Uh, my rung stops at the top three plus four twenty five. I mean, we, we already laid out the case for him earlier in the, in the episode as far as, yeah, how far we're climbing this ladder for me. Like I said, I, I'll stop at a top three. It's comfortably at a top three because if anybody's going to break up the championship for, it's got to be Kevin Harvick. Um, just so many top 10 finishes. You said it. Just 20 some odd top 10 finishes in a row. Uh, top fives in the last couple, just outside of the top three. I mean, you know, all he's got to do is just hit that rocket boost a couple more times in the last few laps, and he make it, he'll make it into the top three. I like the, the number, too. The number, to me, that's the best number other than his outright to, to take this because at 425 for a top three finish, um, that that's a very solid number for a guy who's very likely going to either win this race or come down to it at the very end. Yeah, again, I'm gonna I got some more on Kevin Harvick coming up. We're gonna finish climbing that ladder, but you look back, you know, the championship, the Jimmy Johnson's final year it was the championship four, and they were the fastest four. Guess who was the next fastest guy? It, it was Jimmy Johnson. It's gonna be Kevin Harvick this year, uh, and so yeah, I think yeah, I'm riding this ladder all the way to the top, but top three. Plus 425, uh, I agree with you there. Um, and a, again, I would have probably put this in part of my bet if you hadn't already gotten it in here. So glad you got your one Harvick bet in there. Uh, my last not. one of the year. Oh, my God. Last one of forever. Cody, what? oh, my God. My last one of forever. The last time we're ever betting on Kevin Harvick, most likely. It just hit me. Oh, my God. It's very sad. It is forever. very sad. Ugh. All right, well, let's take this ladder to the top then, shall we? Who Who are we thinking is going to win this race wait hold on can i read mine first i just want to no, read the first I, part I, of mine i would love for you to read yours because i don't even know what's going on in your box my box <laughs> so i got to the winners i looked at the odds and i said this is stupid i was like obviously the books want us to either go with the top four or not with the top four right because when you look at their odds i mean I'll, let me pull up superbook right now i'll pull up superbook's odds uh, for it. So they've got Larson at plus 180, Blaney at 325, Byron at 350, and Bell at 500. And then they've got Harvick at 16 to 1 on Superbook, right? It doesn't matter which book you're looking at because all of them have roughly the same amount of, of disparity between Bell and Harvick. So obviously the shorter odds are with the championship four and for good reason, right? So in the box I put, <laughs> I put down, I said all the top four drivers, but Blaney and Byron have the best odds. Because here's the thing, right? If you're looking at Blaney and Byron, 325 and 350. I don't think Christopher Bell is going to win this championship. I know that a lot of people are high on him. I know that there, you know, a lot of excitement around him. Kyle Larson, to me, is probably going to win this. But at plus 180, there's too much that can happen, right? To to have that one be as profitable as it can be for you. Remember, the best bets aren't always the most obvious ones, right? We've talked about this all season long. Plus 180 for Kyle Larson versus 325 for Blaney. It's like, okay, great. Like, that's that's what they want you to do. Uh, but for me, I would probably split something on all four if you really, like a quarter unit. I don't know. I don't. We don't do unit management in this one. I know that there's other people that tell you how to split your units. We're not going to ever tell you how to split your units, but we'll suggest to you possibly <laughs> stringing something along. But it's tough. It's tough to find... Anybody that can win this race outside of the top four. So my suggestion to you is who do you want to root for? 
Who do you want to win this race? That's Who different. is somebody that you want your money to be on because that's where you put your money? I could tell you yeah, sit here and say Kyle Larson. I could sit here and tell you Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Christopher Bell. I could even tell you Hamlin or, or, or Logano at this point. But for you, ultimately, this is, comes down to who you want to bet on. I say Blaney and Byron probably have the best odds that I like the best out of these two. Out of these four, rather. Uh, at 350 and, and 325. At 350 and 325, like if, if you wanted to go with those two and split it you know, split it up, you, you could make it to be profitable. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that you, you really nailed it with you pick the driver you want to win this and you you go for it. There is not a clear cut this guy is going to win it driver in this race of these four. Even though the books and are trying to tell you there is. They and they are and and for good reason. And and you can make a case for each one of these drivers and you can make a case against each one of these drivers. Uh something to point out too. You can look at some of the books are still offering championship futures. So if you want to go to to like DraftKings, they've got Larson at plus 150. If you're going to take him at plus 180 to win the race, you might be better served to just do 150 to win the championship in case he doesn't win the race and wins the chip. I know it doesn't happen, but it it can happen, Rod. And last year was one of the final four cars the best car in this field? Absolutely fucking not. Ryan Blaney had the best car in this race as a non-championship four driver, not even close. He ran behind Joey Logano the entire day. He held everyone off. He played defense. He played the good teammate. Joey Logano wins the race. Joey Logano wins the championship. If that's not Joey Logano right there in front of him, he's passing that car. He's winning that race because he was the best car. So it's not impossible for them to win it. So might be something to look at depending on what your books are offering. If the championship odds aren't much less, that might be the way to go about it. For Kyle Larson... Is he the best driver in possibly the entire world? Max Verstappen says something about it, but yeah, he probably is, right? But we've seen what can happen. How many DNFs does he have this season? How many times does him giving 180% every single lap not pay off for him, right? How many times does he come into the pit road and go to the beach instead of to the pit crew? How many times does he hit the wall and get lucky bouncing off of it and just winning the race instead. He's not invincible to win this race. If you want to bet him to win this race, I absolutely am not going to tell you not to because he should be the best car. He should be the best driver. He's the only guy in here who's won a championship before. He's been here. He's done it. He's got it done. He's one for one in Final Four appearances winning the championship. Also, I had mentioned on, the, I think, the recap show about guys not winning in their first trip here. That's not really true anymore. Two of the last three guys, both Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson, did win on their first trip to the Final Four. So I don't think you got to look at that at all. For Ryan Blaney, best average finish at Phoenix, I think, of, of these guys lately. He's been good here, had the best car in this race last year. Coming off of the win last week, he's got the momentum. He's got a pretty good pit crew. But Penske, we've seen how they can be, right? So again, you can make the case for, you can make the case against. William Byron, last week... That team was falling apart. He was falling apart now. He was obviously ex experiencing some exhaustion and, and some stuff like that, and maybe that won't affect him this week. But he's only 25. He's the youngest guy in this group. Is he ready to step up to the big stage here? I don't know. But, Rod, he led laps here in the spring. He won six races more than anybody else this season. He's popped up when you least expect him to in one races. Again, the case for and the case against. Christopher Bell, he's the long shot. 
He's the guy that I'm going to take, Rod, at 5-1 to one as my pick. The only reason I'm taking Christopher Bell is I cannot decide between these four guys, and he's got the longest thoughts. So give me the 5-1 to one because I do think it is a true coin toss of, of any of these guys can win. And if you look at these three teams, you've got 200 cars in there. Does having more cars in the Final Four help or hurt your situation? I don't know. JRM had three cars in the Final Four in Xfinity last year and did not win the championship. You tell me, right? But that's not necessarily, you know, that's that's one example. And so who knows? But Hendrick, obviously, the fast, you know, the, one of the best cars every week. They're going to have fast cars for both these guys. Ryan Blaney, he's got all of Penske behind him. How'd that work out for him last week? Pretty fucking good, right? It's how'd that work out for them last season? Pretty fucking good, right? Then you've got Christopher Bell. He's got all of Joe Gibbs, right? I mean, they're going to be pouring all the resources in here. The 11 crew chief. I don't know if I want to use the 19 crew chief as an example, but the, <laughs> these teams, they're going to help each. You go help your teammate win this championship. Saw it with Penske last year. You saw it with Ryan Blaney playing defense that entire race. He didn't have to do that. He was a good teammate, made sure that nobody caught his teammate. Um, so I think that all these guys have a good chance. I think Christopher Bell, 5-1 to one, uh, to win on Superbook is the best way to play it. Also, another way to possibly play this, a lot of the books are offering groups um and so superbook has a group of these four guys and he's plus 420 there so in that case you know it's basically the same as betting him to win the championship because obviously only one of those four but again if kevin harvick wins this race christopher bell finishes second you can still cash a plus 420 instead of cashing a plus 500 so play it both ways pick the way you want to play it but uh, i think that both are good options um as far as the, the final four go but like you said any of these guys can win um, it could come down to a late pit stop. Um, and, and, you know, Christopher Bell doesn't have the best pit or uh, he's got the best picker because he's got Ty Gibbs's picker who won the, the picker competition. If this comes down to one late race pit stop, I think they're going to get him out fast. But we've seen William Byron's team do that all season as well. So, again, it, it's kind of but you can make the case for everybody for Bell doesn't have the best track record at this track. That's a little bit concerning, but he's a flat track guy. We've seen him win New Hampshire. We've seen run well at Martinsville. He's very clutch. He proved it twice last season. He won in must-win situations to continue advancing, get to the Final Four. He's had that experience, been to the Final Four once before. Um, but long time, I know we talked about the Final Four there, but I think that needed to be said, I think, that to walk you through it. And again, pick the guy you want to root for. If you're, a, if you're a William Byron fan, if you really want to see Ryan Blaney win it, I mean, of the four, he's probably the guy I would like to see win it the most just because I'm kind of a Ryan Blaney fan, right? Um, so I, I think that you can't go wrong with any of these guys is what I want to say. Pick your guy, stick with them, load up on them, however you want to do it. I do have two other guys not in the final four that I, that I want to toss as outrights um, because, again, like I said, last year, the best car was not one of the championship four. The championship four guy did win it, but again, anyway, circumstances. Kevin Harvick, 16-1 over it at uh, Superbook. He has been getting hit hard. I think he opened a 25 to 1 on Caesars and was bet down extremely fast. Go get on this early. I mentioned it. Hopefully, you listened to the recap show yesterday and you've already gotten in on it, anyways. Look, this car, I've said it for weeks, I've said it for months. This car is not going to be legal. It is, and Rodney Childers will push every single button, every inch, every nook, every cranny of advantage he can find. And there is a 0.0000% chance NASCAR disqualifies 
Kevin Harvick from winning the final race of the season in his final season, in his final race. Rodney Childers is going to do every... It probably means more to Rodney Childers to win this race than it does to Kevin Harvick. He is going to make sure Kevin Harvick has the best car he's ever sat in at Phoenix, a track he's won at nine times and finished in the top 10 20 times in a row. If this comes down to late race chaos, we just saw it last week in the Xfinity Series at Martinsville. We didn't get a chance to see it because it went green at the end for the cup race. If it comes down to an overtime restart, if it's down to, you know, Christopher Bell gets into Kyle Larson and William Byron gets taken, there is chances for things to happen. There's also mechanical problems. There's speeding penalties. There's all kinds of things that can take out these championship four contenders. I don't think you only have to bet the championship four. I think you can also bet some other guys. Kevin Harvick, 16 to one, is one of those guys. And Denny Hamlet, 25 to one. I talked about him earlier. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on him now, but. If it would not have been for that steering failure, he would be one well, of the second favorite guy to win this race, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So you're still, I know he's not in the championship run now, but he gets on that podcast next week. Look, we won Phoenix. If they, They're scared of us, right? If we get into that championship floor next year, we're going to win here. Denny Hamlin is petty enough, which I love it because I'm kind of the same way in, in a lot of ways, right? He wants to win this type of race, even though it's not for the championship. He wants to say, Oh yeah, I won the championship race. If you know, if things would have been different or whatever, he he he's that type of guy. Twenty-five to one on Superbook. How often do you get a bet, Danny Hamlin, at twenty-five to one? And again, give a favor, driver you want to root for. Guys like Chase Elliott, guys like Kyle Busch are like sixty to one. Uh, Truex is thirty to one. Even look at how he dominated New Hampshire. Like I know I made the case against him, but you could make a case for him. Almarola is a hundred to one. Like there's a lot of long shots you could you could sprinkle money on it, and really. Everybody's a long shot out the, outside of those top five. I mean, it's the or the top four. It's the top four, and then Harvick at sixteen to one, Hamlin at twenty five to one. Everybody else is longer odds. So, pick and choose who you want to this weekend. Make a case for whoever you want. Those are our picks, obviously. But uh, oh, I am really, really excited for Sunday's race. Excited to go make some money, and uh, excited to see a champion crowd, potentially a new champion. Got three shots at, at a new champion. A young champion, no matter what, 31. Larson is the oldest guy out there. Um, so, yeah, we're this is the next wave of NASCAR and, and kind of your next wave of superstars here. Indeed. Killer Bees up there, too. Three Killer Bees. There's Byron Bell yeah. and and, uh, and Blaney up there. Too bad Briscoe against, didn't make it. Ah, that would have been four. Four Bees. Four uh, probably, probably the more realistic. Uh, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so, again, with all of that said, too, and just a matter of um, looking at all these guys – you're going to hear everybody make cases for all of these guys uh, over the course of the next week. I mean, we're going to obviously spend a lot of time. You're going to hear a lot about Larson. You're going to hear a lot about Byron. Wins on this track. Second place finishes on this track. So many stats are going to be thrown out to support who they're going to pick for the, the championship. But again, ultimately, it's up to you because... You can make a case for all of these guys, and there people will make cases for all of these guys. So um, you just have to figure out what the most compelling uh, angle for you to uh, to do that. <laughs> Brian says Joey Logano's a fun dart. Blaney wrecks out early. That's true, though. He will be kind of racing. Point. For I mean, he, he won this race last year. He was the best car, right? And and yeah, and you know the car that wasn't the other Penske car that wasn't in the final four was actually the faster car. Yeah, so he he could be up there too uh, again. A lot of guys you can make a case for, and I think the books want you to think it has to be a Final Four guy. Nobody else can win this race. 
it's not true. Is it likely going to be a Final Four guy? Of course. But it is not a guarantee that that is what's going to happen. I think that's very, very important when you're going to place these bets. You can still grab these other – because I I even – I was looking at it and I was tossing it around like, do you just pick two championship guys? Do, do you not – you know, I was going to have Harvick in there because I've been talking about him for weeks, but do you not – and I almost th- threw another longer shot out there just because other people can still win this race. It, it's probably not how NASCAR wants to see it happen, and, and I think that they allow some things to, to maybe help it not happen. But – it still can happen, and it's definitely possible. Well, listen, this isn't like baseball or football or any other kind of sport where it's two teams to decide the championship. You can only pick between one of two. I mean, obviously, to win the championship, yes, there's only four, but to win the race, there's still 36 cars out there. So it's not as if those guys disappear just because they're not in the championship four anymore. You know, one of those guys would love to go home and spoil the party for these guys. So, yeah, I mean, finding a way to take some long shots, too, on drivers that you like, not a bad idea on this track as well. So, uh, all right, get out your pen and paper. Let's go ahead and wrap this up and uh, get your betting cards filled out for this NASCAR championship race. Uh, Cody started you out with Kevin Harvick as a top 10 car at minus 130, laddered that up to a top five at plus 230. I took it as a top three at plus 425. And then Cody finished their ladder climb at 16 to one for Harvick to win the race. So we'll just knock out all of the Harvick bets all at once right now. Uh, then I gave you Ross Chastain over Kyle Busch at minus 110. Find that on Superbook. Cody gave you Denny Hamlin as a top 10 car at plus 110 on bet 365. I said that Bubba Wallace would finish better than Eric Almarola at minus 110 over on Superbook. Cody gave you Kyle Busch as a top 10 car at plus 240 on 365. Added Eric Almarola as a top 10 car at plus 550. Also on bet 365. Uh, also on Bet365, I gave you Chase Briscoe as a top 10 car at plus 240. I pickpocketed Cody for the uh, for the pick there. And then, so, Cody gave you Chase Briscoe over Martin Truex Jr. at plus 100 over on DK. Take and him then, over Ryan if you get the option. And yeah. Ryan Blaney, or, and Ryan Blaney, and Ryan Not, Truex as well. Not Ryan Blaney. <laughs> We've been saying Ryan Blaney the whole game, so you can't. Uh, and then Briscoe is a top five at 7-1. to one. On 365, I said Gibbs would be a top 10 car at plus 325 on 365. Cody gave you Austin Sendrick to win Group E on Superbook at plus 270, which consists of Carson Osvar, Eric Jones, and Austin Dillon. I gave you Harvick, again, as a top three car, plus 425. Cody gave you Bell as his uh, longer shot in the championship four to win this race at plus 500 on Superbook. Uh, Also tossed him out as a group winner on Superbook over those championship four at plus 420, Harvick at 16 to 1, Hamlin at 25 to 1, and then I basically just said pick who you want to go for. Really honestly who you want to cheer for. I like Blaney, probably the best. Byron's pretty intriguing at plus 350. Um so if I had to if you pinned me down and told me to pick one of them, I'd pick Blaney. Uh but again, I think I want my daughter to be happy as well. So uh we'll we'll be okay with that. So that the heartstrings and the daughter says Pick Blaney at 325 or whatever odds you can get him at between now and, and when you place your bet. If Ryan Blaney wins this, uh, you know, episode 300 will be the recap show. Uh, Ryan Blaney's corner definitely making an appearance in that one if, if that's the case. I'm telling you, so listen, my I, I think I may have said this before on it, but I, I when I was at Sonoma, I took a picture with Blaney. And I took a picture with Bubba because those are my uh, my daughter's two favorite drivers. Of course, I sent them both to her. Uh, she's got both of those as her lock screen and her uh, home screen on her phone. So uh, I feel quite honored that 
There you now, go. Her favorite drivers were on there, but I'm in there too. So I kind of reminded <laughs> her how, you know, how that works. Oh, she really put it up because it's good pictures of dad. Just happens to have her favorite drivers too. Yeah, I don't think she. I don't think she. I don't think I buy that at all. If she could have photoshopped me out, she probably would have. But uh, it's all right. Um, Claytron eight eleven eighteen. By the way, pointed out in the Discord, uh, Larson's odds to win the championship are higher than to win the race at BetMGM. So again, this is the reason. Like, look through your book and because yeah, he's plus one sixty to win the race, plus one seventy five to win the championship. To win the championship, he can do without winning the race. Mm-hmm. And, and if he wins the race, that means he wins the championship. So just bet him to win the championship. Don't bet him to to win the race. Because So, again, make sure you're ch- checking all your options at whatever. Again, everybody's books are different. Everybody's options are different. We get that. It's not all, you know, one big thing. But if you get the chance to, to look around and get different options, make sure you're paying attention because you can get some extra. You know, that's, again, Kevin Harvick wins the race, and you got him at 16-1. to 1 and Kyle Larson finishes second, and you got the championship ticket, that's a pretty nice way to work out for you there. So, uh, yeah, just make sure you're you're looking around at all those options because uh, that is important. I just I love how creative we can get, though, in, in betting, in gambling in general, because that is the way. I, I know that there's so many people that come on. All they want is just quick picks, right? All they want is just give me a pick, give me, tell me, but get creative. Find those Find those ways to maximize what you're doing with these books. Dig into the books a little bit. Don't just hit the outrights. Don't just hit the the top fives or whatever. Just go deeper. Like, have fun with this. I know you're in it to make a buck or two, and, and that's fine and well, but the books are giving us so much more, and, and not just in NASCAR, but in football in general and, and any sport that you could get into, man. Have some fun with this stuff. If nothing else, our picks are to help you find ways to get deeper into the books as well and and to have more fun with it so you know this is a perfect race to do that too yeah yeah exactly one other thing i wanted to say too uh la flame thugger 21 over in discord had mentioned parlaying the winners of these races we don't have trucks or xfinity out yet but come back later in the week there will be parlays built for all three races probably multiple parlays because again if you really like a John Hunter, you really uh, John Hunter's. You think Kyle Larson's odds are short? How short do you think John Hunter's odds are going to be? But if you like, you know, if you think it's going to be chalky with Heim and Larson and and Nemechek or hosts of like, build some different parlays. It'll help you get better odds and better numbers on these guys as well. So I think that's uh, another good way to tackle and uh, something we'll definitely have later in the week. Make sure you're coming back, Rod. Xfinity picks, a truck picks. We'll have a DFS slash underdog slash maybe some extra parlays show as well to finish it out. That'll be episode 299 of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Then we'll crown some champions. And we're not going anywhere. We'll be here all off season. Frequency will slow down a little. We need a little bit of a break from 18 shows a week. Uh, but we're not going anywhere. So I know some of these places take the whole winter off. That's not for us. We do not. No rest for the wicked. Uh, we will continue to bring you content, even if. People don't like it and leave reviews and say, I don't need a history of the cars. That's fine. I, I don't care. You, you you know, we can give you all the good content we can without giving you car history. So, uh, ooh, what is we got? We got one more comment before we head out. Uh, you need some Husker need some gear Husker in that gear. dungeon. <laughs> I, got, I got Husker gear right here. See, that's ah, all I need see it's in there. It's in that dungeon. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well then, Cody, let's send everybody off to fill out their cards for this championship uh, episode and this championship card. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you continued on through the week on social media. Yep. Follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work there. And again, tune in for the rest of the episodes this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
going to go crown some champions. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. I'll learn how to uh, exit this show. You figure in 295 episodes, I'd figure out how to actually close this show. No. It's because I don't want to say goodbye. Maybe by 300, you'll figure it out. Eh, I just don't like saying goodbye. That's my least favorite thing to do. But uh, All right. Find me on Twitter, at RJ Gomez. Link at the bottom, everything I got going on. Whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review or In Between Media. Uh, got all that stuff cooking over there. Link is in the bio. Make sure you follow him on MySpace as well. And I will also be on AOL Instant Messenger, so you can look for me on there as well. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with either Trucks or Xfinity, whatever the books give us first. Uh, Just stay tuned for that. So if you watched it on YouTube, thank you so much. Facebook, thank you so much. We've had a blast so far, and we'll continue to do it again uh, throughout the rest of the week. So until next time, let's go racing and let it ride. Darkness.